Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our October 14th version of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, and we always start off our show with a prayer, and today we start our show with a sad prayer. Um, We lost one of our giants uh, in the Louisiana soccer world, uh, Miss Pat Caffarella, who passed on a couple days ago, Um, and uh, she was a pioneer in so many ways coming to soccer in uh, Louisiana, and she's going to be deeply, deeply missed. And the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. I got to pray for the repose of Miss Pat. As she be in heaven, I pray for also your love and care. Be with us now as we uh, deal with that and pray that uh, she can always be with you, that you can always be with us. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, um, tonight's show, uh, by the way, if you want to um, uh, get some more information on Miss Pat, there's a legacy page um, um, dedicated towards her. And uh, if you go to DignityMemorial.com, and also if you go to our Facebook Live page, we did a memorial for her yesterday and prayed a rosary for her. And uh, I do believe in the power of prayer, and I think that if you were to pray this rosary for her, it would go a long, long way. And uh, and anyhow, especially uh, for the comfort of her family and also just the repose of her soul. I don't want to turn this to theology lessons, soccer show. But uh, it, it's really sad when you see somebody like this pass on um, because really she was an attribute uh, to everybody who was in soccer. And and uh, as I say in the a memorial, if you if you do go ahead and listen to us um, at MNFUTBOL, um, she's just somebody that uh, understood the entire game, like not the game of soccer worldwide as much as the game of soccer in Louisiana, who was doing what, uh, who's doing it right, who's doing it wrong, what needed to be done to improve it, um, and really, where do you stand in all of this? So uh, that that's one really important thing that uh, a lot of people are going to miss about her is the fact that she kind of saw what was going on and what was going to happen before a lot of us were able to see it. And um, for that, I will deeply, deeply miss her. Well, in tonight's show, we're going to have just one segment. Um, we're going to go over the results of the tournament that uh, which really kept us on the air this month, uh, the Sugar Fest. Uh, what a vulnerable weekend they had to play. And uh, I'm sure Miss Pat enjoyed watching it. And um, it's really good when, uh, when you have uh, these kind of results where uh, people just had a really good time uh, just celebrating the fact that we have soccer in Louisiana and uh, just enjoying this wonderful October weather around us. And anyway, um, I'm going to end off the show with a, with a pet peeve that I have uh, concerning the girls game. And uh, and I'd like to hear your opinions on it. Can you give us your opinions on MNFUTBOL? That's on Twitter and on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. And also, if you, if you listen to us on Anchor, you can even leave us a voice message if you go to our Anchor page and our support page. It's 
It's easy to find. Just type in Monday Night Football, F-U-T-B-O-L, and you can take part in all of this. This is your show, okay? So without any further ado, let's look at the uh, let's look at the 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 uh, results of the uh, Sugar Fest. Sorry, lost my train of thought for a minute. Okay, let's start with the girls. Um, under fifteen girls, um, the LFC uh, or Laf- Lafouche, just called Lafouche Legacy, had to play the home of Lady Hawks, uh, and this Legacy team is is. Very good. And also, the Lady Hawks team, I've never seen them play, but if they are representing a lot of the girls in the home of Terrebonne area, uh, you know that they're very good because you're talking about Edie White, Vanderbilt, and people of that nature. So you got the Central LaFouche group, the Edie White girls. A lot of them probably know each other anyway um, quite well. Um, I would love to have seen this game. Uh, and this game finished off uh, with the Legacy winning one nothing. Uh, and winning that championship. For the uh, U14 girls, um, you wound up with Thibodeau United. Um, um, very interesting club that I've really, uh, at first I was wondering why they needed to exist. But as I uh, uh, as I started traveling around, I started realizing that from a country point of view, 20 miles is like a totally new community. From a New Orleans point of view, 20 miles is just you know going to the other part of the town. But uh, And so I guess a lot of the girls from Thibodeau and boys from Thibodeau really just don't go to Homa, even though Homa is right down the road, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, the, the side effect of all of this has been a pretty uh, robust little club. And they beat Lafouche one nothing um, Sunday to win the U14 girls title. That's just another example of um, a really good example of Another club that existed out there to try to help the underserved. Okay, and um, so that's that's really awesome. On the um, okay, on the U twelve girls, the Orange Group. Okay, the United two thousand girls, uh, two thousand eight girls, uh, and I don't know where they're from. I really don't. I'll beat Lafouche four to one. And uh, I'd like to know who these girls are. Uh, it's United 2008G. That's what they call themselves. And uh, uh, I mentioned in my, um, I mentioned in the uh, in the tribute I have of Miss Pat, uh, she had a problem with all that. And uh, like you know, the girls should have an identity. Like like it was always fun when youth teams were like the Bulls versus the Braves, you know, and and everybody really got into it and. You know, somehow, somehow that, that's, that's, that's been sort of lost. Um, like, I have no idea who these girls are. And I should, looking at their, their title, I should know, have some idea where they're from. Anyhow, um, uh, in the, uh, the Sugar Fest did not post the result of the Lady Black Dragons and the LSL Fury. Um, so that was your final on... Um, on, on Sunday, but uh, there is no result for that, so sorry about that. All right, for U10 girls, U10 girls, the blue division, okay, um, um, of course, well, in U12, you, you really don't have, um, um, you really can't have a, uh, a winner, so I'm not even bother reporting that. But it was just nice to see uh, in U10, they had teams um, from from the entire region. And uh, again, I have no idea who some of these people are. Pink Cheetahs and TSA 10 and 
and I guess that's terrible in soccer association, Thibodeau. What, uh, anyhow, uh, they had a lot of teams, so that's a good that's a good sign when you have a lot of these teams here participating. Okay, for the boys, the boys in the U18 blue bracket, uh, they had three teams basically, and they played, or four teams, excuse me, and they kind of played um, each other. And uh, uh, and the legacy from Lafouche wound up beating FC Homa. And I'm not really sure that's that's uh, the Blackhawks Homa. Maybe there's another team now. There's another club in Homa I don't know about. Anyhow, the legacy uh, beat them handily six to nothing on the U18 group. In the U17 group, um, uh, you had White Star uh, playing against the West Bank Elite. That's my soccer innovations group. And uh, um, it was nice to see our kids getting into the uh, final. And uh, White Star wound up beating uh, West Bank Elite, though, three to one. I've seen that White, White Star group play before. Um, and they're, they're actually excellent. Um, West Bank Elite has always had my team has always had a a, a, um, a challenge with the, with those guys and uh, anyhow uh, it's it's one of those rivalries that are definitely definitely developing and fun to watch. Okay, for the U15 boys, um, U15 boys, we don't have a final uh, listed. It looks like they just played round robin. Uh, for, the, for that group. And um, for the UT, U14 boys, Orange, yes, the final was the Legacy beat Covington Thunder, which that's a pretty good result because I've heard about the Covington Thunder team. We've covered them a little bit. And uh, and anyhow, for the Legacy Orange to win that is pretty impressive. Okay, and that was the U14 Orange. Uh, for the U14 Blue Division, I'm assuming that's the top division. Um, we wound up with the Montagua Juniors losing to United 075. And I guess that's, I don't know, Thibodeau United, I would imagine, uh, but I'm not exactly sure. Okay, so that's U14 Blue. Uh, U12 Boys Orange. Uh, we wound up with uh, the Legacy beating Montagua Juniors 4 to 2 um, in that Orange division. And in U12 Blue Division, uh, we wound up with with uh, the final being the Blitz beating BUSA Black Dragons. Okay, uh, no idea either one of those teams where they're from, uh, but they beat them three to one. And uh, uh, anyhow, uh, I'd like to know who they are. Okay, um, anyhow, and then the rest uh, U11 U11 group. Uh, uh, they did have a final. The Covington Hurricanes uh, beat the LSC developmental team four to three, and uh, so that's that's uh, something to see. A U eleven team playing for a championship. Anyhow, U ten boys. Um, they didn't have a final, of course, uh, for U ten and U eight. There was a bunch of teams there. So if you didn't go, like me, okay. Uh, uh, you missed out. I know I missed out. I look forward to this tournament every year. and uh, uh, But this year, uh, I had some problems. And, and the main problem is is the girls, y'all. Um, uh, we have all this momentum with the Women's World Cup and all. And uh, and and there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to have over 200 high school girls teams fielded um, or somewhere in that neighborhood, four divisions at least worth, and uh, at least over 150 and 
I have a U18 girls team. It's basically mixed. It's a bunch of age groups and uh, because I can't get a true U18. I can't get a true age group team at all on the West Bank for the girls. And uh, and getting games for them has been next to impossible. Um, and then because of homecoming, homecoming, y'all, uh, the girls' bracket had to be eliminated, the U18 bracket, uh, at, at the Sugar Fest. It's not because Sugar Fest didn't want to host the U18 brackets, because all these girls decided that they were going to go to homecoming and Saturday uh, needed to be de- dedicated towards their homecoming activities. And I get the homecoming. I kind of kind of get it. It's become a lot bigger than what I can remember. Um, uh, and so the kids really do it up like it's a wedding almost. Uh, but it's a shame that they didn't get a chance to play. There's only a limited amount of club games that you can play in the fall to get ready for high school and and so this tournament was uh was eliminated and then i'm playing around robin and baton rouge next week because the mandeville tournament eliminated the u18 bracket uh, i think they eliminated it for the boys and the girls because a lack of field space is what they're saying but i wonder if homecoming has something to do with that too i know that half of the girls on my team they have homecoming that weekend and they're kicking and screaming about the game on Saturday. And, uh, of course, they will play on the game on Sunday. But everybody who tells me, that, well, the girls' game is is fine. Everything's working great. Uh, we have some of the best girls' teams in the region. Uh, you could say that. But when I look, I'm looking at it from a different point of view, from a developmental side and from a love of the game side. Where are these girls' teams at? Where are these girls who are interested and, and another thing that just blows my mind is the opportunity for girls to get scholarships is exponentially higher than the guys. So why isn't there as much of a love for the game or um, present? I mean, if I mean, high school is great. I love high school ball. Um, that's pretty obvious listening to me. Um, and I know we're going to have the girls team show up there. But uh, where's the love of the game after high school is over? That's something I think we really got. That's a red flag. I think we really got to talk about in Louisiana. Uh, I think it's a serious red flag. I don't think it's just homecoming because really, uh, I went scrambling looking for games. Not everybody has homecoming this weekend. For this weekend, I was I had to travel almost two hours to find a game uh, just to get my girls some experience, you know. And this is not not any any, any girls teams out there like. Uh, for my high school team, De La Salle, finding a girls' game is as easy as picking up the phone, you know. Um, so, hopefully, high school can kindle some fire into the girls uh, in Louisiana. But I think we need some fire instilled into them. I know there's a big drop off when you get to club level, a U18 level. I, I get all that, but I think we should have more than seven teams in the whole state. Uh, that's just me. Might be totally wrong. Let me know. You can tell me in the comments. Anyhow, I invite all y'all to go to our Facebook Live page uh, and to listen to our testimonials from Ms. Pat Caffarella. Um, I strongly suggest that if you are a soccer person, that uh, everybody who is soccer will be at her memorial Wednesday night. Um, the family and friends, um, um, uh, they get to go for two hours early, but um, we have a service at 6 o'clock that we're invited to at 4747 Veterans Memorial Boulevard, um, that's at Lights Egan. Of course, you people from the New Orleans area, you know what that's at. And uh, and also, you can pay your tributes to her um, on the obituary section at Dignity Memorial. Just type in her name, 
and you'll be able to say what how she's affected your life. I'm sure that that would mean a ton to their family and friends. And uh, anyhow, it's a way for you to be able to make sure that she's remembered. I, I talk on the uh, on the, um, the the Facebook live feed that there are three types of deaths that you could you could suffer. One is literally dying. The second is the funeral. But the third is being forgotten. And that's something we have control over. We kind of don't have control over the first two, but we do have control over the last. And uh, and think about all the um, great grandparents that you don't know about, okay, uh, uh, as proof of, of, of that theory. I, I do believe that that is true. It's an old Native American saying that I learned from uh, Brother Ray Hebert, who was, I think, last time I checked, is that Edie White now? But anyway... Uh, let's make sure that uh, if if she has affected your life and, and touched your life, that you let her let the family know, because it's really important now at this time. Anyhow, so go to Facebook, go to our Facebook page. It's Monday Night Football, F U T B O L, or go to um, you can go, you can find us on Twitter if you want to. But anyhow, uh, that feed is there, and uh, um, I'd like to know what you have to say about it. But uh, right now, we'd just love for you to pray a rosary and pray for the family um, as as we give as we give her her due. That's it for this uh, week's edition of Monday Night Football. Hopefully see you next week. we got another week to go of club ball, and then really high school starts. Uh, uh, um, really, the focus will be high school now after the Mandeville tournament is over. Anyhow, this is Coach Alan Derrida, head soccer coach at the La Salle uh, for the girls and the boys. And... Um, look forward to seeing you out in the fields. Uh, uh, Carpe the Indian Christ.